I'm Amy Mongeta, and this is Conversations with an Email Guru, a podcast dedicated to helping startups grow their businesses through best-in-class email marketing. Every single week, I'll be talking to you about email strategies and best practices to help you understand, develop, and exhaust your email channel to reach more customers. You can do this, and I'm here to show you how. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 26 of Conversations with an Email Guru. I'm your host, Amy Mongeta. Back with an insider edition today um, using some of our Email Growth Society specialists. And today we're going to touch on Amazon and how to leverage your Amazon presence to drive more customers to your website so you can kind of uh, keep, you know, use that data and build relationships. And if you haven't listened to our other episode on Amazon, make sure you do because it kind of talks about some of the pitfalls to watch out for when you're developing both your web strategy and your Amazon strategy. Before we get started today, just an FYI, if you have any questions, please feel free to send them to conversations at emailgrowsociety.com. And with that, let's get started on the episode. All right, we are straight from the Email Growth Society Strategy Squad. We have Emily. Emily, how is it going? It's good. How are you? Oh, good. You know, just lots of emails like every day, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> always. All right, so we're always in the thick of Amazon versus web, the great battle with our clients, as you know, and these e-com store owners are always desperate to get on Amazon, and then they're really desperate to get their customers from Amazon, um, not to mention get their web store to perform as well or better, um, knowing that they actually are going to be able to have access to the customer data. And so I'm really excited to get the inside scoop on Amazon, its place, some tips to find balance and ways to migrate users, which is something you are very good at. So let's kind of just start with the basics. Um, what would you say are the pros and cons of having both Amazon and your e-commerce or web store? So I think there's a lot of pros to selling on Amazon. Um, Obviously, you know, companies have more sales. It's easy for international expansion. It's relatively low marketing cost and there's no stock. So that makes things really easy for companies. Um, I mean, some cons are there's extremely high competition. Um, there's higher selling fees, really just the order management. And then, um, Obviously, you're not getting to interact with those customers and even really know who they are in a sense. So you don't get to use to use any of that. And I know for, you know, smaller companies, that's or some companies at all, that's that's really important is to interact and engage with, you know, the people that they're selling to. So. Yeah, I guess I, I, I agree um, with the whole sentiment of like you know, building relationships. Um, 
I guess, would you say that there is, you know, a, um, a big difference in like profit margin too, if you just get somebody to come straight to your store versus buying on Amazon, even considering like prime day and all those special days? I mean, do you have to have discounts if you are, it, does it have to be cheaper for instance, to be on Amazon than on your store? I don't think so. I mean, obviously you're, you're making a lot more if they're coming directly to your website, but I think, um, I think you can't put people in, you know, one large bucket. I think it's two completely different customers that you're, that you're marketing to. So, um, there, there's people that are strictly Amazon just because of how easy it is. Yeah. And, you know, just having one platform to track your orders and just all the benefits that come with Amazon. And then there's some people that, you know, use Amazon, but you know, they're, a, they've been a customer of yours for a long time and they, they like your company. They, um, and they value having that relationship and actually going to the website and things like that. So, yeah. I always find it so interesting, just as a side note, um, how when you, when you Google stuff, even if you Google the brand, just how Amazon sometimes pops up even before the website, it's always right. so fascinating. <laughs> that is a whole nother conversation that, <laughs> um, okay. So what are some ways companies, um, can learn more about their Amazon customers or even like obtain their email? I know we hear that a lot. We have customers that are trying to like migrate some of their Amazon audience because we're connected usually, right? We can see that they have all these Amazon customers, but we can't actually email them or connect with them. So what are some ways that companies can sort of tackle this? Right. So I think it's really interesting and um, I've done it before. And so basically what I would suggest is when you ship your product to the Amazon facility, I think companies should try putting, you know, either a little note on the inside or adding it on the actual packaging of, you know, some type of promotion or some type of incentive for them to, you know, engage and actually go to your website. So whether it's, you know, um, a free product, um, or maybe they leave a review and, you know, you, you give them a product in exchange. I would say the best way to do it is as little headache as possible for, you know, the potential customer. So, you know, I wouldn't have a minimum order spend if possible and just things like that. You want it to be as streamlined, um, you know, have a, have a web page that they go to and, you know, make it very easy. They enter their name, their email, and maybe you ask them what product they purchased. Um, you, you don't want to ask too many questions, right? Cause you know, it's, you want to think of it as you're asking a questionnaire and it's very easy to get distracted. So, maybe ask them how they found it, um, where was the first place they purchased, and maybe why. Mm -hmm. And then that you're already ahead of the game right there. And then you're able to, you know, learn more about that audience that you never knew anything about. So yeah, that's that's a great tip. Um, do you have you found that there are any I don't know, flags or any sort of restrictions. Um, I know a couple of really interesting ways you've migrated people for, you know, you've migrated customers for different companies, especially like um, using the actual package 
as the vessel to do so. But I know when I've ordered on Amazon in the past, you know, you do get some, some handouts and do you, are you aware, like, are there any restrictions or do you, I mean, do you have to sort of subtly go about it? I would definitely say subtle. So technically you're not supposed to engage with those, those people because Mm -hmm. right. Amazon's doing all the marketing there. They have the platform They're, you know, doing a lot in that sense. And so they kind of want to keep it separate. Um, So as subtly as possible. Um, But technically when you send the packaging, they can't, they're not opening and tampering it with it, gotcha. right? And if yeah. it's, if it's right there in the label, um, like on the packaging, most likely no one's going to notice. If they do notice, they may, you know, flag it and they'll send you something, um, you know, just to, to change it or edit um, the wording. But, but yeah, def- definitely be discreet. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's a really good tip. And I guess from your experience too, um, have you seen that once somebody does sort of come over to the website, do you see that they end up staying more loyal to the store and shopping a little bit more on the website versus Amazon? I think so. I think sometimes it can be 50-50 because, you know, again, Amazon shoppers or Amazon shoppers. Um, but I think customers do like it because, you know, you're not always launching your newest products on Amazon. You're not mm-hmm. always engaging with them. If it's depending on the product, um, sometimes you're giving them more insight on, you know, what exactly they're getting. And I think that's also just from a customer support aspect. Um, I think you know, that is a little bit more tailored when people are coming to the website, which I think people, people really value. Um, but I, I don't think that, you know, it should always be like a, a competition with your Amazon page. I think, you know, your website is your website and your Amazon is, it's again, like two different buckets. So I don't think it should be in, you should be in constant competition with your Amazon. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So then I guess another thing we hear a lot is about like pricing strategies. So should you mimic pricing or even your sales pricing across the website and Amazon? Or I mean, how do you handle that? For instance, I guess a good example that comes to mind is like, um, I mean, do you, if you have um, a Black Friday sale when we have the holiday time, you know, what, where does Amazon play or do we lean more on the website there? Like, what do you, what tips do you have for this? I think it's, I I think in some cases it's fine um, to mimic, especially um, maybe for bigger sales. But again, you just never know. Like I know for me personally on Amazon, it links to my credit card points. So right there off the bat, some things I'm just like, if I get more credit card points, I'm using those. Um, yes. And I mean, Amazon will give you certain, you know, they sent me a $10 gift certificate the other day. It's just, you can't always com- compete with how it works. And you'll just, you'll never fully be able to understand how specific people use their Amazon, how they're paying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think in some cases it's fine, but I think most of the time it should be, you know, strategizing what works best solely on your website um, and, and ROI. So I think, and then I think strategizing completely separate on the Amazon side mm -hmm. for you know, flash deals and things like that. And um, yeah, I don't think people should get too caught up in, and, you know, exactly matching the two, because I think they're totally different. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I think you bring up an interesting point. I know you've said it a couple of times now, and I know that we talk about this a lot just with clients. I think the Amazon customer, right, is a, is sort of a different customer sometimes. They tend to be a little bit more after promotions. They like the convenience. You're right, the perks that Amazon brings. And just like, I mean, if they're prime members, right, you get that one day, two day shipping. I mean, how can you like compete with that sometimes? So I think, um, I think you're right. It's if you have your website, you do own the data and you can actually look at the data to inform web decisions. I also know one of our clients recently that decided to go on Amazon, um, just put their protein powder on Amazon but their full suite of products, right, is on their website. So naturally, um, you would assume that this particular person might get served up Facebook ads in the future or whatnot, already has that brand recognition, might end up on their website then for the ready, you know, the smoothies or whatever else they've got. So I guess you, you do bring up a good point to not compete. Like they're, they should, I guess you could make them complementary channels in some cases. Right, exactly. And I think not offering the full suite of products on Amazon is, is a great idea because again, you know, something like protein powder, that's, you know, that's a pretty competitive product to list. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, it's, it's give and take. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I guess lastly, um, another question we hear a lot is um, when you're emailing Amazon customers, um, should you link to Amazon or your website? And I guess the same goes for if you're, if you've got your list of web customers and for instance, say it's small business day on Amazon, should you be pushing your web customers over to Amazon for that day or should you leave it to Amazon? So I guess I'm, I'm really curious, like what's the balance of like, when to drive to Amazon or when to just, you know, continue to drive to your website. Right. I think, you know, if you are lucky enough to obtain those, um, those customers emails, I think you should definitely push for them to buy on the web and incentivize them and show them why they should be a web customer instead of an Amazon customer. Um, but I think, for those people that you know aren't converting but they were previously a customer on amazon i think they should definitely maybe have an email with both links and say you can shop this on amazon as well and maybe just add both links for the convenience of those customers and i think if also you're having like a prime day or a special amazon day that you know you really just can't compete with i don't I don't know if I would suggest emailing it to your whole list because you don't want your web, your web people going over there, but I think, you know, that's a great opportunity to send to your, your Amazon people as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So I guess to wrap up, um, I just have one like off the cuff thought. Um, you you outlined some really some things today about Amazon that kind of make it hard to compete with or kind of the user experiences first. Is there anything in particular that um, e-commerce websites can integrate to make the user experience a little bit better like an Amazon? You mentioned um, being able to check out with your credit card points. I love that too. It's so great. You feel like you're getting your stuff for free and so it feels great. But um, is there anything in particular that comes to the top of your mind on maybe what they, that folks can do to add more convenience to their website? Definitely. I think simple things like there's an application called Shapiro um, that you can add a page. Just, you know, putting yourself in, in the customer's shoes, right? Everyone likes to be able to, to track their packages know exactly when they're going to get yeah. there, you know, if they're going to be at work, you know, is it going to get delivered? Just little things like that. Um, and like little, a chat box to engage with them, answer their questions. Um, and I just think in anything that can make the process a little bit easier. And I think Shopify is really good with that. They have a ton of applications that allow you to engage and make you know just streamline the process even um this kind of goes hand in hand with the credit card points but um vip reward programs where people can get points and redeem those um it, it's not for everybody but i have seen it work really well for some companies for you know everyone likes a deal and everyone likes a reward so yeah and I think having little things like that would, would help you convert those, those strictly Amazon people to website customers. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, that's a wrap. So if you have any questions to ask Emily, you can send them to conversations at emailgrowthsociety.com. We will make sure that she gets those. And until next time, happy emailing, folks.